right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean, the Irishman King. What's up, everybody? Sean, we're back again. Back in the studio with another episode. Doing what we do. What we do best. Oh, maybe not best, but... What we do adequate. <laughs> adequately enough. <laughs> what we do mediocrely. Medioc... Me- How would you say that? Media, media, mediocrely. That's not a I'm word, right? That's right? Is that right? Yeah. What we do mediocrely. I, I said that wrong. I really that's feel the like, word. <laughs> I really feel like that's not right. But anyway, yeah, we're back again with another episode. So we were kind of talking, and you know, with there's so many live action like superhero movies and TV shows and and things like that. And we've mentioned before on the podcast that, well, I know for you, you kind of grew up reading comic books because your brothers were into it and stuff like that. But for me, I I didn't really grow up reading comic books. I just started reading them like six-ish years ago um, at this point. But something we did kind of both grow up with were – the cartoons of superheroes right back in the day where um it wasn't a live action superhero movies weren't nearly as big as they are now i think we had a couple right well yeah we had had a couple because i mean we had already had like the 1989 batman and then the second one came out in 92 or 3 i think yeah, I'm not which gonna is, pretend like I know. <laughs> I think it came around out around that time, which is around the time we were born. Right. So you know, we we weren't really around for those. You know, we kind of we we were kids at that time, so we weren't really watching those kind of movies. And they looking back on them, they were actually fairly dark. Like I remember the the second Batman, Batman Returns. I think it was. I think that's what it's called. I remember the Penguin being in it, and like. I remember at the end, he, like, was, like, throwing up, like, black blood and, like, the God. penguins, like, dragged him away. It was so, like, I was like, what the, f- what is this? What is it's this crazy, crazy how they have dark scenes and then, like, really cheesy scenes. Yeah. All that same movie. It's like. insane. Like, the Joker murdered a lot of people, but then they still had, like, really goofy scenes of, like, him putting a bomb in somebody's pants and pushing them down some stairs or something like that. And it's, like, right. it's unbelievable. But so yeah, we didn't we didn't really grow up with that. What we grew up with is, you know, the animated series of of a lot of these comic books, and um, that's what we're here to talk about today. Is some of these some of these cartoons? We had a, a previous episode where we talked about all of the kind of live action superhero slash comic book TV shows that are going on right now and. Kind that's of what how we, we think about some the of them. cartoons. Yeah, we did exclude the cartoons. So now we're gonna we put the cartoons in and only talk about it. There you go. There you go. Go check out that uh that other episode though if you haven't. True. Go go give it a listen. Yeah, definitely. So what was what was the one that really caught your eye when when you were younger? What? Uh, you know, I remember being young and watching 
a lot of different cartoons, but I, I mean, if I had to pick one that like really stood out, I mean, I people could almost guess by listening to me. It's it's definitely Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, fair enough. Fair um, enough. and what's crazy about it is I, I definitely feel like it still kind of like holds up. Like I'll still occasionally with the new DC universe, like I'll go pop on an old episode, and I still enjoy it just as much, maybe even more, like on a completely different level now. Yeah, because than I did back then. Because like. I definitely get things I know I didn't get back then. Oh yeah, there's a lot of like adult theme stuff in that show that would, I mean, kids could still enjoy it, but it would definitely go over kids' heads of like, what, what, is, right? What is this? Yeah, it's a dark. It's a fairly dark show to be an animated show. It's what brought kind of Batman back to, or helped bring him back to like that that darker, grittier kind of kind of tone after. Being so damn cheesy in yeah. the 70s and everything. True, true, true. So, Batman, like, I did watch, I do remember watching Batman the Animated Series, but I more so remember, which Batman the Animated Series led into this, I more so remember watching Justice League and, like, Justice League Unlimited. Right. That's what I really remember. Like, I remember Batman the Animated Series coming on from time to time, but I really remember watching the Justice League. And maybe it was because it was just really cool to see, like, this team of like superheroes, you know what I mean? Like seeing Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman all fight together. And then at the time, like I didn't, I didn't really know who like, you know, the flash was or Martian Manhunter or Hawk girl. Like I didn't really know those characters that well. So it was cool to see that. And you know, he named every character except for Green Lantern. How are you going to forget about John? Hold on. (laughs) I was just about to say John Stewart. What I really liked about, the green lantern is that he he was black. And I mean, again, at the time, like I hadn't really read the comic book. So I didn't even know when I was watching justice league, I didn't even realize that there was a white green lantern. You know what I mean? I I just thought that he was always just a black green lantern. I didn't realize that the first time you saw Hall garden, you're like, yeah, I I was kind (laughs) of like, wait, what? Like, so John Stewart, yeah, I remember the first time I found out that John Stewart was the second Green Lantern. I was like, "Wait, really? Like, what do you mean he's the second Green Lantern? What does that even mean?" And then I heard, the "Is story. it even the second? I don't even know if he's the second. Yeah, he's the second. So I went Hal Gordon, John Stewart, Kyle Rayner. Yeah, but uh, and then Guy Gardner. Guy Guy Gardner's technically the first one. The like the very first one, right? And then. But I don't know. It's it's weird. They still don't call him the first one, but he's like technically. Like he was the part first, of the, the Golden Age, right? He was part of the Justice League of America, or Justice Society of America, or Justice Friends. It's Justice Society of America. Okay. Um, and I only remember it because in the Justice League they did the Justice Guild of America to be like a spoof off of it. Right. Yeah. And that had the. What was his name? I don't remember. Yeah. Good episode, though. It was a good episode. But yeah, so I, yeah, I remember. It, and it was things like that where it was like, man, like, that's crazy. I didn't even know there was another Green Lantern. Like, I didn't know. I, there was a couple episodes where you saw that there were multiple Green Lanterns, but I didn't realize that Jon Stewart wasn't the first. So yeah, it was that cartoon that really kind of got me into like liking superheroes and wanting to know more about them and things like that. I mean, I still... I didn't grow up in a neighborhood where there were like comic book stores around me. So I wasn't able to like venture into that, but I definitely, you know, love the show 
and everything like that. Are there any other ones that kind of jump out at you thinking back on your on your childhood? I mean, I remember back then. I remember really enjoying, you know, so the Batman. I remember really enjoying X Men. I remember really enjoying Spider Man. Spider Man. Um, they had like a weird like. I was gonna say the intro is really hard to like. It is like, mimic. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. I was thinking that too. I'm like, how do you? Yeah. Something yeah, like that. it was real weird. And then it was like in the background, it was like Spider Man, Spider Man. <laughs> You're doing a pretty good job. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, I remember that one too. Uh, honestly, and like the more I think about the like, the more it comes back to me. And I remember like really enjoying it and all the different characters. I mean, they even had Punisher in episodes and everything. And did they? They did. That's crazy. And that's honestly because we were talking about before because the new Spider Man movie is gonna have Mysterio. But like, I feel like my first. And probably like the most I've seen Mysterio in was that show, in in the Spider Man, the Spider Man cartoons. cartoons. Yeah. So I think it was called Spider Man animated series because everything was just called the animated. That's series true at that then. time. Yeah, just the animated series um, of everything. And yeah. then that led into like the new one that did like Spider Man and like he was like in a was he in the future or was he in a parallel? No, he was in a parallel universe, but it was like a continuation from that show. And I remember that cartoon really well too. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he went in and then like Green Goblin was like character with wings but he was a good guy and he like he was like the partner of spider-man and he like followed a carnage and venom through the portal that's why he went through it so like there were like the main villains of the series and you sure you're not making this up i'm confident that i'm that's not crazy it. I'm, i don't remember anything like that you know, i feel like I that'd be real impressive if i did up. make it up it would be kind of that's i'm like what the where is he coming but up I know, with this? This is this was a cartoon. That's crazy. I don't remember that at all. I I kind of remember because I first thought it was one. so crazy because he just like went and like left Mary Jane, and then spent I don't know how so long much. in this parallel universe. Wow, what a what a terrible husband he was. I know, or boyfriend right? or whatever he was. Yeah, I don't remember that one that well. I remember the more recent um, Spider-Man cartoon where they had. Um, Drake Bell voicing him. Drake from Drake and Josh. You watched that show, Drake and Josh? I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't yeah, okay. It. I love that show. It was great. But yeah, Drake Bell was voicing him. And so I, is that, I really like that. The Spectacular Spider-Man? Is that what that one I is? I think it was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it was The Spectacular Spider-Man. Or was it The Amazing Spider-Man? I don't know. One of the two. But it was pretty good. I liked it. I mean, he had a little squad. He had like... He had Iron Fist on his team. He had Nova. He had um, like a couple other people, and it, it was a it was a pretty good show. He had um, at one point they did like Agent Venom and things like that, and they canceled it once. Like Marvel and Sony did that whole deal where they got Spider Man and like Spider Man came over to the MCU, so then they like mixed it into like their their MCU like cartoon world or whatever. But it was pretty good. I remember that. But I'm, you know, that's some of the more more recent ones. I would definitely say that in in like the animated world, that DC did a much better job than Marvel did. Yeah, yeah. Just because, I mean, so if you really think about it, that so the DC EU, um, really did like what Marvel's doing now, like already, but like it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal back then because it wasn't live action. But I mean, if you think about like they went Batman, then they went Superman, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. they went, 
you know, Justice League. Mm-hmm. They went Static mm-hmm. Shock. They went uh, Batman Beyond. They did the Justice League Unlimited. They even had the Zeta Project. They have a whole bunch of different movies that are, you know, all canon. I mean, up to the point where they're still making, you know, years and years later. Think about, I think Batman, the anime series, first came out in 92, something like that. I thought it was 98. Maybe it's 98. I don't know. I mean, regardless. Yeah. The thing about, you know, here we are in 2019, and they just released a animated movie that was canon to it. And we already talked about once. We, we already reviewed one of the movies, too, so it wasn't even that long ago. But uh, Batman Harley Quinn was also a canon movie. No, you're right. It was 92. That's crazy. Yeah. So from 92 here to It ran from 92 to 95. I mean, and then you could argue that I kept going because. Yeah, I mean, he continued into like Justice League and everything else. And That's actually, crazy. I think is it is it at ninety five, and then it became just the continuation of Batman. What was it the was it the New Adventures or I get confused oh, with point, the comic book point. names too. Yeah, I don't but know. I, I think I think in ninety five it just switched it just networks. Switched to, yeah, and they did do the new drawings, but it was the same show that just continued on. Mm-hmm. We got the younger robin that was in most episodes and seemed now super immature of batman yeah <laughs> like dude was like 12 crazy man such such good show that show was very ahead of its time like i really did think it came out i thought it was ran from like 92 i'm sorry i thought it ran from like 98 to like 2000 i didn't realize it came out in 1992 that show right. came out before i was born yeah and it still holds up today. Like they just released it on Blu-ray like last year. People, I mean, I've just recently noticed that there are people that have YouTube stations that are new, not even YouTube stations, still just picking apart those Batman episodes. And they have like a crazy amount of views. Yeah, I mean, it did a it did a lot for Batman at the time, and still does today. I mean, you know. It, it introduced things in that show that hadn't even been introduced in the comic books, which then became canon in the comic books. Right. Like, one of the biggest examples is it introduced Harley Quinn. Ooh. Like, if for people who don't know, Harley Quinn was not originally introduced in any Batman comic book. She I used to know created, the name of the episode. Joker's um, favor. There it is. She was created specifically for Batman the Animated Series. And if I'm not mistaken, she wasn't meant to like last very long. She, she wasn't supposed she to was, be around for a couple episodes. She was supposed to be just around for Joker's favor. And the the only reason they did it is they decided they didn't want they had a they had this idea where somebody was gonna burst out of a cake. And they didn't want it to be Joker, so they just made her just so they could have somebody burst out of the cake, but then she was so many people were like a fan of her that they decided to keep going with it and then it just, you know, grew like none other crazy man and now she's like a super beloved character we saw her in a live action movie like she's supposedly getting her own live action movie like people really love harley quinn she's about to get her own animated series too in the dc streaming yeah she is her and uh poison ivy right i don't even know if poison ivy is in it. i thought it was just harley quinn really that's yeah. crazy yeah and they've really they've really done a lot with that character she's gone through a lot she's had her joker relationship then they broke up then she she turns turned out that she, you know, she just kind of is down for whatever. So her and Poison Ivy I mean, had I think a relationship. She's, I think she is just bisexual. Oh, is That's she? Just how she's written. She's I always just assumed character. she was just kind of like, like the Joker and just kind of like, 
Ah, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> I feel like I, I saw like a whole video about like the Joker's sexuality and like what he is. Because people assume he's straight. He just, he just, what is he then? Is he I just, think he's just like open. Like, I think he's just like, again, same kind of kind of deal. Like, I mean, I, I think he doesn't care. The big part of the whole Joker thing is like he doesn't really have time or like the ideology for a relationship because he's so obsessed with Batman. And that's the whole big thing with the dynamic is like, I mean, a lot of people are like, you know, you always hear people say, um, I want to love like Joker and Harley Quinn. But like when you really like read the comics and like see their relationship, I mean, the relationship oh, is mess. horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. You don't, you don't want that. If you, you said that, that you're wrong. Yeah. But the other, like the big issue that they have is, um, Joker's not committed to Harley Quinn, like whatsoever. He's more committed to Batman and the relationship he has with Batman. Not that that's, you know, a, a sexual relationship, yeah, but right. like, you know, in terms of uh, emotional relationship, that's that's what he does. You yeah. know what I mean? That's that's fair. That's fair. I mean, and it was. I feel like it was in that show that they they you know they explored different aspects of that relationship, and the acting in that show, dude, was was great. Like when, like, um, why am I blanking on his name? Who voiced Batman? Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. And then Mark Hamill as a Joker. Like those are the voices I like I hear in my head when I'm like reading a Batman. Oh comic yeah, me book. too. Like I hear Kevin Conroy's voice as Batman. I hear Mark Hamill's voice as the Joker. Like it's it's still kind of weird for me when I see other Batman animated stuff and don't hear his voice. I'm always kinda like, Where's where's Kevin Conroy at? Like why are we not why is he not voicing Batman? I mean that's like it's crazy. It's the thing you just said when we were just watching the trailer for uh, Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're like, yeah, it's a different voice of Batman. <laughs> what is, who, who is this voice of Batman? There's another guy that has been doing Batman's voice for a while in the new kind of series of movies and um, Batman Bad Blood and Batman and Son and Batman vs. Robin. Like He's been kind of continuously doing the voice. Right. He also did the voice in... Um, like the Justice League War movie and yeah, because uh, all those take place in the same universe. yeah. So he he's been doing a voice for Batman. And I'm I'm kind of gotten used to his voice as well, but it's really just those two. I mean, it's still Mark, uh, still Kevin Conroy over anybody else, right? But I've gotten used to this other guy's voice too, which he actually voices the Joker as well. Um, so he's a pretty talented dude, that guy. I can't okay, think of his okay, name okay. at this moment. <laughs> I think it's Chris something. But yeah, he's a pretty talented dude. But yeah, man. So then. You know, this Batman, the animated series led into a bunch of other different shows. Another one that... I, mean, I feel like maybe, because you already mentioned, like, yeah. things that that show affected. I mean, the, it also really shaped um, Mr. Freeze's story. Yeah, didn't they change it? Then? Yeah, they changed it, and then people liked that version so much that that became canon in the comic books, too. So, the, like, the whole, like, him trying to save his wife... And he froze her, and you know, then there was an accident. Like that whole thing was not originally how Mister Freeze was written in the comic books. He was just like kind of a common thief, almost like a B-list villain. And hmm. now he, I mean, he's he's an A-list villain. For yeah, Batman, you for know what Batman's I mean? like, rogue gallery. Yeah, he's yeah. One of the, if you're gonna name villains, these you'd probably name Joker, and then very well you could say secondly you might go Sub Zero. Yeah, Mister Freeze. Why did I say Sub Zero? I, <laughs> I was thinking of Mortal Kombat game. Uh, yeah, Mister Freeze. Yeah, man, and then, you know, I do like how they tied all these shows in together because, so another one that stood out for me when I was younger was was Static Shock. Again, because it was like, 
it had a lot of things going for it at the time, man. You know, it was kind of like it was like DC's version of of Spider Man at that time, right? Because you had this young kid who, you know, he was a black kid, which I could relate to, and you know, growing up in the streets of I don't I don't remember where he, where he stayed because I want to say it's Philadelphia. Yeah, but you know, DC always uses like fake cities. They don't, don't but use, they don't necessarily do that for every character. See, because I thought it was like right, you Brooklyn keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. All right, I looked that up. But you know, here, here he is growing up in like some like rougher neighborhoods and things like that. And he's just he's a teenager. He's in high school, and all of a sudden he's like has these powers where he can control electricity and he like uses a trash can lid to like surf around. And I just thought that was like the coolest fucking thing ever. I'm like that's such a creative and innovative use of like that power to just you know, create that electricity around just a lid and just go like surfing through the skies. Like that was so cool. And then they had episodes where he crossed over with Batman and Superman. And you got to see this teenage like hero interact with like these bigger, like a list superheroes. And I don't like, I definitely didn't know who static shock was before this, but I feel like a lot of people probably didn't know who static shock was before this before the show came out and after like a lot of people Dakota City to know. Dakota City yeah yeah I told you they made it up not bad a made up place yeah they don't I mean there was definitely a, a lot I didn't know about Static Shock before that show and then I feel like there's even more I found out about Static Shock after the show like I didn't realize that he wasn't even originally a DC character oh he wasn't no he's a now I have to look it up because I don't remember. But he's not originally DC, and then DC bought that comic book line and got all those characters. Huh? Was it? Um, it wasn't Image, right? I'm just gonna look it up. That's fair. Because I don't wanna. All right, we'll look. We'll look that up. But yeah, man, I just remember thinking like, here's this kid. I know it's the same that cool. Icon was part of because Icon was also not part of DC. Like they huh. all came in the same one. What about Black Lightning? No, I think Black Lightning was always DC. Okay, yeah, because they've used Black Lightning as like a like a mentor for Static Shock before, and then we got Static Shock in new in, in newer iterations too. Yeah, so that's pretty. That's pretty exciting. I need you to hurry up. You, you, I'm like sorry. Your fingers I'm are sorry. moving way too slow with this. With this, <laughs> you should up just stuff. continue talking about Static Shock. Why did you stop? I don't, I don't have like that much stuff to say about Static Shock. I just really enjoyed the show. Talk about some of the villains or something. Um, I only remember all the of his villains seem to be his friends or people we went to high school with, which was super weird. You remember the fire guy? I don't remember the fire guy. I feel like I remember like a Mister Clay kind of character, who was like one of his bigger villains. Then again, I don't know. Then you have Milestone like a Comics is where he was originally from. Mm, okay. And that's like Icon. There's a whole bunch of characters, but there was like this whole thing where they like bought him and then they had to find a way to introduce him to the universe. And they did this whole thing where like, I don't know. There was, like, I know there was like a whole thing and they made it seem like they were there the whole time. And then they ended up writing a whole bunch of backstories, but there was some event that made it happen and I'm blanking on what it was. Crisis on, crisis on Infinite I don't think Earths? it was Crisis Infinite. No? No. I think it was like its own thing. That's just, just like my go-to one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's oh, like the big event DC, is it? Yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's, that was like their big, big event. That's the one I remember most. 
Um, but yeah, man. Other, so we had that one. We had Teen Titans. Did you like Teen Titans? I remember really liking the original Teen Titans, and then went to Teen Titans Go, and I was like, forget this. Yeah, that it's oh, it's shit. It's the worst. I don't know why. What the um, fuck they were thinking when they decided to. And then I also remember the, that nonsense. What I remember the most about Teen Titans is it was frustrating because they always kind of hinted to Batman, but they never showed him. That was very, very annoying. And I was like, just do it. Yeah, just show us Batman. Why? You know what I thought was weird about Teen Titans at the time was that their villain was Deathstroke. Right. Or looking back on it, rather. Their villain was Deathstroke, but they never called him Deathstroke. They only ever called him Slade. I wonder if they had like licensing issues or something with that show that they couldn't like actually use Batman or actually say Deathstroke. Well, I, it it's funny because I mean Deathstroke was like originally like a Teen Titans villain. Right. They didn't just make that up. They didn't just decide to grab somebody like he really was. So yeah, I wonder why they called him Slate. I actually went back and rewatched that series like not that long ago. And it's still pretty damn good. I was like, this is great. I think that's what it was. I think I saw an episode of like Teen Titans go on TV. And like I was like, you know what? Let me watch this. And I mean, it it made me laugh a little bit. But it was still like, this is trash. Like, this this is so garbage in comparison to what it used to be. Right. They, they're back on TV now. They have right, the regular Teen Titans back on TV. Like they're making new episodes? Or they just no, no, no. They just, they just started to run it again. Right. Was just smart on their part. They're like, hey, remember this show? Yeah, it was it was good though, man. Uh, against you know teenagers, but still has some like adult theme, adult adult themes. Edelman, <laughs> I like the whole like Red X or whatever, where Robin was like being like a fake villain. It was cool. It's good stuff, man. That was another one I remember a lot growing up. I don't I don't know when that one came out, but I do remember watching that one a lot when I was when I was younger. And then so what do you think of some of the like newer animated TV shows? We haven't talked about really any Marvel TV shows. <laughs> I mean we talked about Spider Man. Spider Man a little bit. Alright. Uh X Men. Yeah, I was right. about to say so you say you remember the X Men. There was the original X Men series. Um I remember it varying being like very dead on to like what the comics are. Like if you read comics now, like it was very dead on. Like and they did all the big villains, you know, Magneto, Juggernaut, all regular characters. They even did Phoenix, and they did a very good job of the show. I'm not gonna like pretend like I remember it crazy well. I remember it very well, and I remember very much so enjoying it. And I feel like that's kind of like the standard of like what I've had X Men be like in my head. Like I compare other things to like what that cartoon was. Yeah. Which which X Men cartoon was it? They had the intro that went. That's the original one. That's what I'm talking about. They had Sentinels and everything as a regular thing in there. I feel like you need to go back and watch it because you weren't that crazy about Gambit. But if you watched that show, you would really enjoy Gambit. Maybe I don't know. I remember thinking Rogue was like the coolest character too because she. I think the way they wrote it is she actually held on to Captain Marvel too long and then got her powers like straight up got it so she like never lost the ability of like, that is super true. strength i feel like we flight recently saw it in a video somewhere that we watched maybe we didn't maybe i saw it yeah i don't just, think i've seen that just i just remember, remember it because that's crazy especially now it seems even crazier to me like after this captain marvel movie you imagine just like 
rogue from like the X-Men movies just held on to her. And I think, I don't know if she killed her. I think she might've. And then like, she just did it so long enough that she never lost those powers. Yeah. That's crazy. So on top of having those crazy superpowers, rogue also had a pet alien dragon. Right. She didn't know that show though. Yeah, no, I'm sure, but it's fucking insane. But can you imagine that? And then she could also steal your power. So she already has like fight and super strength. And then she can come and just take your freaking powers. Take on top of, and then just going to make you pass out too. So like on top of everything, like, yeah, that is, that is crazy. I feel like this, this show was what made a lot of people like big fans of Wolverine. Were you ever a big fan of Wolverine? Yeah. Wolverine was my favorite person in that show. Really? Yeah. I, Wolverine never like appealed that much to me. And maybe See, it was because just, back then like I didn't understand. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I think I more so just saw him as a, as annoying. Maybe it was because back then I didn't understand like the full extent of his power. I just thought he was just this dude in a yellow like jumpsuit that could like <laughs> make claws with his hands and I'm like, I mean, that's kind of cool, I guess. But you know, I didn't understand the whole like healing factor and things like that. Like I was much more a fan of Cyclops than I was Wolverine. Yeah, I And I mean, it's not like I way. guess I guess when you look at it it was Cyclops only really had one ability too, which was shoot laser beams out of his eyes. But I don't know. When I was a kid, I found that to be way fucking cooler than this guy who just grew really long nails, you know? Uh, the Ninja Turtles. Raphael's the one with the red, right? Yeah. You know how Raphael's kind of like this hard-headed, like, oh, let's just go get him. Let's beat him up kind of ideology with yeah. him. That's exactly how Wolverine is. And I think that's why I like it. That's why Raphael is also my favorite like Ninja Turtle just because he's like, let's do it. Donat- what no. are you saying to me? All right, I'm going to take you down. Like Donatello was always my favorite because he was a leader. The swords. Yeah. It wasn't even the swords. It was just because he was the leader. He was the oldest brother and I'm the oldest brother. So I could relate. You know, me and him had, had that kind of that kind of bond. Okay. I was like, okay, ah, okay, cool. Okay. If I was a Ninja Turtle, I'd be Donatello because... I'm the oldest. Did you watch the Ninja Turtles cartoons? <laughs> I did. I'm not going to. I also don't remember that much, but I remember watching it. I remember even playing the video games growing up, too. Video games were great. I don't know what it is about Ninja Turtle video games, but they're always pretty fucking good. They're, they're always entertaining. The one that came you know, out. I could say the Spider-Man games are also always really great. That's true. Yeah. Like Spider-Man from the PlayStation 2. Pretty good game. Yeah. Did you have a, a Sega Genesis growing up? I did not. My first system was the original Xbox. Really? Yeah. So I had a Sega Genesis growing up, and I had the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games on them. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like the classic like side scrolling, like they call them beat 'em ups games, where it's just like four people could play, and you each picked a turtle, and you were just like beating up like Foot Clan soldiers. It was right. so much fun. <laughs> so great. It was so great. You could like there was like a skateboarding level at. No, it wasn't even a skateboarding level. It was like a surfing level. And, yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. But, yeah, teenage, I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles count because they are com- they right. were origina- originally in comic books and IDW. So, good stuff, man. What Circling back about? to X-Men. There we go. Um. So, yeah, and, you know, and there's been other X-Men shows since then that I've really enjoyed. I mean, a big example, I don't know if I've mentioned in a past podcast is X-Men Evolution. I thought it was a very, very solid show. Hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. I keep trying to get you to watch it. You keep not doing it. That's true. Did you know that there is an X-Men anime? It does not surprise me. There I is. didn't know it, though. There is. We know 
I'm gonna put it out right here, right now. I'm gonna let the let the listeners know. Sean <laughs> does not like anime. Just not a huge fan of he it. Does not like it. He he hasn't even really watched an anime, but he's just is just not pulling me. Greatly on. opposed to them. I am. Don't know why. He's missing out on a lot of good stuff, but he doesn't like anime. Did I grow up on any anime? I mean, yeah, like the classics, like Dragon Ball Z, and I grew up on anime. And I can handle watching Dragon Ball Z anime. What? I said I grew up watching anime that I didn't even know was anime at the time, like Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon. Digimon. Yeah, and I, I watched know. all those shows, but like, I don't know. We've been watching Heroes Academy. It's not really doing it for me. What he means to say is My Hero Academia. Whatever. That's what he was trying to say <laughs> for anyone who watches the show. Great show. Yeah, I don't know. You're you're a moron. Anyway. I was so, going to mention so about when how you were, so when X-23 you were younger, was made in X-Men Evolution, but you cut me off with this anime sorry. stuff. So when you were younger, the superhero shows definitely stood out more than like the anime. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I get that. I mean, but the difference is, too, I didn't have cable, so like I didn't even have Dragon Ball Z as an option. Mm, okay. I'm trying to think. Did I enjoy watching Dragon Ball Z more than I did like Justice League? Probably. I definitely enjoy Justice League more now, though. Because that show's freaking awesome. It is pretty fucking great. I'm so mad when it. I was so mad when they took it off of Netflix. I mean, I know why now because they came out with DC's own streaming app. But yeah, I used to watch that just on repeat, like nonstop. They're like episodes. Where I'm like, yes, I caught this one and. Anyway, I, I mean, and that's that's kind of what we we're talking about too when we were discussing this episode. That I mean, what's cool about those episodes is, or those shows is, they don't hold back like the live TV shows, right? And they we don't have to worry so much about you know having the the funds to you know CGI these scenes. Like, so I mean, the stuff you see, I mean, we got to see Superman like unleash all of his powers on Darkseid and just like knock him around like it was like a rag doll and it was awesome and it makes me sad because i know i'm never really gonna see that in a live action form yeah that's true i i don't mind seeing batman in live action but there's nothing like seeing animated batman ah yeah flipping around, definitely fucking dodging bullets like it's crazy man to seeing that some of the stuff he does like in animated form is like you'll never see him do stuff like that in live action form it just it just won't happen you know right and the same thing goes for like a lot of the other superheroes like the flash like i feel like so as much as i i you know i like the flash live action tv series and i think they do a really good job with that with what they have i i feel like we'll never see the flash look as good in motion as we do in animated form you know because, like, the fucking Flash in the Justice League movie looked like an absolute idiot <laughs> when they show him running. He I mean, it's crazy because they did it better so in the TV stupid. show than they did in the movie. He looks so fucking stupid. Like, what, what, what is this long, fucking loosey-goosey stride <laughs> you got? Like, what makes you think the Flash would run like that? So stupid. And, yeah, the Flash TV series, like, it looks good, but still, there's nothing like that, like, fast like arm movement motion thing that they would do in the in in justice the, league the animated whoosh, whoosh, i kind of know it's going yeah, with it so good zooming man. over here zooming over there so good what about that episode man we can talk about the animated series forever but the episode where the flash is versing the brainiac lex, lex luther hybrid thing yeah. yeah and he's like running around the whole 
planet in like a second and just yeah, smashing just punching it into the shit out of him. Yeah, so good. And then he went into the Speed Force. God, that show was great. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. That one I really liked. The you know what's honestly one of my favorite episodes? It's the one I believe it's Justice League Unlimited that got to this one, but I really like the episode. It's called Prologue, where it's uh, the yes. episode about uh, Terry. Uh, Batman Beyond, which is also another cartoon that I definitely grew up watching that one, too. Um, he goes to old Amanda Waller and, like, asks her about, like, how he came to be. And he finds As out that he's, like, um, Batman's Bruce Wayne's son, but, like, his artificial kind of son. Yeah, clone kind of thing. And they, like, took Bruce's DNA and, like, injected it into his mom. And that's what that's how he came about. And he's like, what the fuck? Um, you know, he was all mad about that, but that was a really, really good episode. Oh, it was great. And she like, and that's, sits actually, that's how they ended it all. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. was the last episode of Justice League Unlimited. Was it? Yeah. That's how they ended the whole thing. No, it wasn't. That was, yeah, it was. that was the first episode of like season two. No, it's definitely at the end of the season. And I'm pretty sure it's the last season of Justice League Unlimited. I think you're wrong. I'm pretty sure the last you keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. The last episode of Justice League Unlimited was when, uh, so there's the episode before is when Dark Side attacks. No, the Dark Side Brainiac hybrid thing. No, it was Lex Luthor Brainiac hybrid. No, that was the last of season one because of Unlimited and season two of Unlimited. Is all about Lex Luthor trying to get Brainiac back, and then when he brings Brainiac back, it also brings yeah, Darkseid back. He also, yeah, he got Darkseid instead. Right. Yeah, that's the last episode of season two, which is the last episode of the series. And then no, they and use... then they do prologue. Dude, no, they don't. Look up the episode list. I know what I'm talking about, man. Do you know how many times I watched that show on repeat? <laughs> I promise you. Just, just look up. Justice League Unlimited episode um, list. Episode list. I put in Justice. It's prologue, the first episode of season two. And the last episode is when um, Darkseid attacks. And then they even have the villains team up with them to, like, stop them. Anyway, it's too much silence. We I know. Keep, I told you to keep talking. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's so much. It's not as easy as, as it seems. But. Yeah, I'm just going to edit this out. We're going to edit this silence out. No, no, nah, nah, we got it. We got that's it. what's going to happen. Season two. Episode 26 is. Epilogue. Which is the name of the episode. Right. Was there a season three? <laughs> yeah, it was a season three. <laughs> it had to be. That wasn't the last episode. I know it wasn't. It was the first episode. Or the last. It it's always seemed like a first episode to me. Yeah, it was the last episode of season two. Exactly. It was I, I stand three. corrected. I was wrong. Thank you very much, good sir. It would have been better my way, though. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. We could, Whatever. Marvel shows. 
Do they suck? <laughs> are they are they awful? Uh, I want to say they're awful. They just you know they don't have the whole connection of universes, no, and it also seems like shows struggle to get multiple seasons because all right so another x-men show and i want to mention an iron man show right so there is wolverine the x-men which i actually really really enjoyed and admittedly i didn't watch it until it was on netflix like i didn't even really know it was a thing and then i watched it on netflix and then i was like waiting for season two and then i was waiting a long time and then i eventually looked it up and realized it's not a season two it was a one season and done but did you watch that show no, I didn't. I watched uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, though, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. That was good. I, mean, I was going to explain the premise that. real quick. But go ahead. Oh, so yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. So the premise was that there was this big explosion. Charles Xavier and Jean Grey disappear in the explosion. Like, this is episode one. And then they find Charles Xavier, and he's in a coma. But he's able to communicate with everybody from the future. So he's in a future... Um, where like basically the Sentinels were created and destroyed all human life. And he's like communicating with Wolverine in the past and telling him he's got to reassemble the X-Men to make sure that this future never happens. That's the whole premise of the show. And they did awesome ass things through the whole thing. They had Genosha with like all the mutants in Genosha, like escaping everybody. And then like Magneto's like manipulating everybody to like make a war happen. And it was great. That's and then crazy. the season ended, and then it ended, and they looked like they were about to lead into apocalypse, and then there was never a season two. That, wow, they canceled that. Yeah, and it was so great. Is it still on Netflix? I think I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. Right, Just gotta, check I, it out. I gotta, I gotta look that up then. And then did you ever watch uh, Iron Man, Iron Iron Avengers? I think it was called Iron Avenger. Um, Avengers. It's not Avengers. Yeah, you're right. Armored Avengers. Armored is Avengers. What it's there called. we go. Some episodes, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't particularly a fan of the animation style of that. They had like the three D animation. Cool. Yeah, I prefer like the two D animation over that three D animation. But I mean, I, I guess it was fine. Like I said, it just wasn't like my cup of tea, and I think that kind of kept me away from like watching it. Like I said, I remember like the Avengers, the Earth Mightiest Heroes, and then they canceled that show to do. Avengers that show Assemble? was so great. It was good. They did like the Scrawl invasions. They had like every freaking Marvel character in it. It was awesome. That's true. That's true. And then they went with like the live action Avengers movie came out and then they kind of made like a like an animated like MCU kind of cartoon universe and they made it almost exactly the same, which is weird because then they cut out like a lot of the other stuff like scrolls and like. All that kind of stuff. I mean, and all the extra characters, too. Because, I mean, there was even that one episode where they had, like, they, you found out that Tony Stark had a contingency plan of, like, if something happens to the Avengers, who would the new Avengers would be? And then, like, all of a sudden, there was, like, a team of Spider-Man and Wolverine and the Thing and Iron Fist, I think, was in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this show's not holding back with the characters. It was yeah. very, like, Justice League Unlimited, like, where you get all the other characters in it, too. And it was... Yeah, Black Panther was in it. Um, he was he was a member of the Avengers team in that show. I mean, it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty good. But Marvel definitely is lacking on the animated front in general, whether it be TV shows or movies. They just, they're not stacking up. Like I said, they, they even had a couple animes. They had an X-Men anime, they had an Avengers anime, and they had a Blade anime, which is super weird but they right. did have a blade anime so if anybody ever wants to go check that out 
that is that is available. So I mean, and then we have like some of the the more modern shows, like Young Justice is a big one. How great is Young? I feel Justice? like we should do a slow clap for our Young Justice because my God. Two awesome seasons. It gets canceled. The fans wanted it back so much so bad. that I don't know what, like four or five years later, they come back with yeah, another season. Yeah, there was season. a petition for it. Um, the the chick that voiced uh, Miss Martian, um, you know, told everybody like, "Hey, if you guys really want to see it, they put it on Netflix. They were like, keep watching it on Netflix. Like, watch it as much as you possibly can." And people watched it, and I feel like I remember that happening and every single day it was on like the trending list on Netflix. Like it didn't leave that list for like, you know, a solid couple of months. It was just, I was like going for it too. Cause I was watching it and then I was rewatching it. Like, yeah, "Yeah, I gotta do it. Gotta get, gotta get another season. Gotta keep watching. Yeah. I was the same way. So when they finally announced that we were getting a third season, I was like, that's crazy, man. Again, the power of the internet, man. Like, yeah, we were talking. I don't. I don't remember if we talked about it on the show or if we just talked about it in person. But we were talking about the whole like um, Sonic the Hedgehog trailer and how they're redoing the design of that because everybody on the internet just basically complained, and it's crazy that like we have that kind of power to make something like that happen. You know what I mean? Like, right. To make all of these these animators and these creators come back together to redesign a hedgehog or come up with a whole new season of a show. Just because people wanted it. Like, that's crazy. But they took a lot of liberties, I feel like, with that show. Like, there's a lot of stuff they did that I don't think happened in the comic books. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. I mean, I don't know Aqualad's story all that well, and I'm pretty sure he's a fairly new character. Yeah. So I think a lot of things with Aqualad, like Calderon Aqualad, are... Not in the comics. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I, mean I guess the whole premise of the Young Justice team was just very similar to Teen Titans, but different. So that's kind of all in its own thing, too. Yeah. I mean, that's what's crazy about this show is it, it wasn't Teen Titans, and it was an idea of, like, still, like, all the psychics coming together. And, like, I remember, like, I didn't watch this show right away. And I think it was you telling me that, you no, you got to check it out. Because when I first thought, I was like, oh, I want to I watch a show about sidekicks. But, man, was I wrong. That I'm almost prepared to say, like, I don't know if it is. or, But it's got to be one of the best animated series TV shows that I've seen to date. Oh, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I would hands down agree with that. And what's cool is they don't really hold back from big things. And honestly, like, most things... Like when seasons from season jumps a couple years, like I don't like it, but I actually like it in this show because it yeah, leaves me, me there too. wondering like, oh, how did that happen? Like you slowly get to figure out like how these events happened and um, man, I'm just waiting for Wally West to come back from the Speed Force and then I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. And it's cool to see them just kind of like grow up, you know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, right. they're there. Like we go from season one to season two and now like Robin is Nightwing and Aqualad is like working with his dad, but like stuff like seeing Robin go to Nightwing, like that's not something I really wanted to see drawn out over a bunch of seasons to for him to age. Like I'm completely okay with like one season he wasn't, and the next season like he's old enough to be Nightwing. Like I was completely okay with that. Also crazy about it too is the fact that like Robin was Nightwing next season. Um, they already killed off Jason Todd, and like Tim Drake was now Robin. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> 
They weren't playing, man. They weren't playing. And this, I feel like this show was one of the first to kind of tackle, you know, some like, like real world kind of issues, you know, like there's human trafficking. Yeah. There's human traffic. There's meta human trafficking is what to talk about. Yeah. But but still, it's like this, just a, a metaphor for that. There's, um, you know, there's like, um, like judgment and like, there's a whole, whole first season where, you know, Miss Martian was worried about her secret and like people would judge her and like, she was like pretending to be somebody she's not. And, and all this kind of other stuff, and they address like relationship issues, like abusive relationships, and things like that. And yeah, like it's it's crazy how how deep some of the things they do in that show go. Isn't there? There's a gay couple in that in that show too, isn't there? Or is there a character who is? I don't remember. I don't remember there being a. I don't think there is. I don't remember that. It's not. I don't know. I could have sworn there was. But still, like, yeah, they, they did a really good really good job with that. So let me ask you this. So with all of these great, you know, animated superhero cartoons, do you feel as though cartoons or are a, a better representation of the comic books than live action movies are? Um, hands down, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they do this stuff in the comic books. I feel like they're more likely to do it. And then I think a big part of it is because it's it's just easier to do it. And I think it all comes down to like, it's hard to CGI certain things. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, just take a look at the Doomsday versus Batman fights that we've seen like even in the TV shows, even in the animated movies compared to like the one we actually got in the movie. I mean, it was so much better in the animated version. It was so much more closely related to the comic book than what we actually got in the live action. Yeah. Movie. I, I remember in that episode, Bat, one of my favorite moments of like the entire series is when, uh, Oh, you said doomsday. I was thinking of dark side. I mean, same deal. Yeah. But I remember when Darkseid like Darkseid like shoots his Omega Beam at Batman, and he's just like backflips like off of the platform that they're on, and he like lands on a Parademon, and like they hit the ground, and he like bounces off of him, and then the beam hits the Parademon, and Darkseid's like, "You're the first person to ever be able to dodge my Omega Beam. Like you should be proud of yourself and all that stuff." And I'm just like, "That's so great," but I I don't see that ever playing out right. in like a live action movie. Plus, man, it's just, it's, it's tough, dude. Like you, you got to find these people who really are truly committed to this. And I feel like some of the people who've worked out best as these characters are people who really, who really care about them. You know what I mean? It's not just somebody who's like, oh, I just, I want to be Batman just to be Batman. Like they want to be Batman because they, they genuinely enjoy that character. I think that's one of the reasons why like Deadpool works so well is because, he just gen like Ryan Reynolds generally really, enjoys yeah. like Deadpool and that character, and he probably he probably read the comic books before he even did the movie. So, you know, that's really cool. I I agree with you. I think I think the cartoons are a better representation of the comic books, just because they still they they bring that sense of like like wonder that like the comic books do. Because sometimes I find myself 
you know, with all these movies coming out, we're we're so quick to like go see the movies and talk about the movies and things like that. But when we when we sit back and we have like comic book episodes and I read some of these comic books, I'm like, man, this is so great. Like it's <laughs> so much better than like than the movie. And like it's it's really cool to see, you know, that shit in like real life, but there's still something about like reading the comic book and seeing the kind of stuff that goes down in there and then seeing that transformed into, you know, digital, like animated style. Like it, it's so cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with you. I feel, I feel like I was kind of saying, it okay. Too. So would you, if you had your choice or you could only pick one, would you rather see a movie adapted or if a movie if a comic book you enjoyed was adapted into a live action movie and an animated movie which one would you rather see man that's a tough question i almost feel like i'd still say live action because live action just seems more epic like i know the cartoon can do a better job like i mean in reality when if you ask me what my favorite batman movies are it's gonna be very hard not to say like um, Red Hood or, you know, Mesca the Phantasm, because those are so epic to me. Um, but, like, live action is, like, I mean, it's it's live action. Like, say no more. Like, yeah. we saw, like, a real human kind of person do this. Yeah, I mean, if I had to choose one, I guess I would still go live action, even though I know. Yeah, I mean, the live action is cool, and... They are, especially like with Marvel, you know, they, they are very, um, I guess determined is the word or conscious. They're very conscious about making decisions that accurately reflect things that have happened in the comic books. Like a big one we just saw, spoilers for Avengers Endgame, Captain America lift Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer. Like that's ripped straight out of the pages, you know, like that's happened in the comic books multiple times. And that's something that they, they just took right out of the comic books and transferred to live action, which is great. You're right. There's a, there's a grand scale to seeing that in live action that I feel like would never kind of hit in anime, not anime in animation the same way. But right. Depending like seeing, on the, it would still be cool to see Captain America lift Thor's hammer in a cartoon, but it's it's definitely cooler seeing in live action. Yeah. I think depending on the story, though, there are quite a few stories that I'd rather see as a cartoon than I would as live action. Like, it's, it's amazing as Avengers, not Avengers, Captain America Civil War was, which... I love that movie. As we know, it's it's in my top five Marvel. <clears throat> I had a, a hard time moving it out of first place for Infinity War. And I don't know. I, I'm still debating on whether or not I would put it before Endgame. Um, so it's, it's one of my faves. As cool as it was to see that, I think it might have been even cooler to see it in animated form. Like the true Civil War like it was in the comic books, right? With all the characters with all that stuff that happened like that have been super fucking cool to, to see as, as an animated movie or TV series versus right. the live action movie. I mean, if you actually think like uh planet Hawk was like damn near the same as the comic book and that yeah. movie was great. It was spot on. Like there yeah. were lines in the movie that were like word for word straight out of the comic book, which is perfect because it's like, 
why wouldn't you use it as as your source? Like, why wouldn't you use it as your script? It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, I think the for me, depending on the story, there's there'd be a few times where I say I'd rather see it animated as a cartoon than I would live action. Okay. Do you enjoy the cartoon movies and TV shows as much as you do the live action? It's close. Okay. Um, I'd probably say I enjoy the live movies a little bit more. I mean, it really just depends on the story, right? Because, like, I mean, I know I already said it, but, like, Batman Under Red Hood was, like, it's an amazing movie. Yeah. No, it definitely is. Could you imagine trying to, them trying to transfer that to live action? Do you think it would be just as good? I don't know if it would be just as good. I th- honestly think it would still be a pretty damn good movie. Because yeah. it's not like there's any like really unbelievable characters in that storyline. Okay. It's not even a lot of CGI needed, right? Because all the characters were... Like real. Yeah, they were human. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. With... And I mean, that's, that's a big thing about today's live action movies is is the technology, right? We have CGI. We have, we have it where... Spoilers for Avengers Endgame. We have it where... You know, we can see the Hulk in the entire movie and he looks like he's there, you know, walking and talking and using computers. Or we can see Thanos in an entire movie and 100 percent believe that he's there. So I think with the new technology and the CGI, uh, the live action movies are kind of bridging that gap a little bit on what they can actually accomplish versus like what the animated shows and movies could but i don't know so here's kind of what i have for the close call for this episode do you feel that like animated tv series are superior to live action ones we're saying just strictly tv series yeah because i mean that's kind of what we started talking about right? right yes i think it's better than or superior than tv series okay so and they they keep trying to come out with more and more of these TV shows, like more Marvel TV shows, more DC TV shows. Do you think that they should focus more so on bringing out more animated? You know, from a, from a business standpoint, which is kind of a weird way to look at this. No, because not everybody is willing to watch a cartoon. Yeah. Like you lose a lot of people. Just because it's just it's a just because you say it's a cartoon, yeah, right. Um, but you know, I mean, you don't have to worry about that. There's definitely more people that are gonna go and watch a live action show before they watch a cartoon. So, yeah, I I don't think they should necessarily come out with more cartoons. I mean, that's the kind of thing about cartoons. There's a lot, and because there's not a lot of people that watch them, so it's almost like to the point where like. Like, if you don't watch one of these cartoons, you don't really feel like you're missing out. But, like, if you're, like, oh, we're big superhero people. So, like, if I had somebody coming up to me, when you know, regular, like, John Doe kind of person, be like, oh, man, have you been watching Arrow? Arrow's awesome. Like, I would feel like I was missing out to a point because I'm yeah. such a big comic book fan. But, like, you never see stuff like that happen with cartoons. You know, if people come up to you and be like, oh, man. Did you see? Did you see the Green Lantern, like, animated series? Like, no, nobody. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like they're superior just based off what we've seen. Like I said, I feel like they're catching up with, like, technology and things like that. Like, I really enjoy some of the live action 
TV shows like Arrow, like Flash, like all the Netflix ones, you know, like Daredevil's great. Jessica Jones is amazing. Like, I, I really enjoy him a lot. Do I feel like I would enjoy... So, Daredevil is, is one of my favorite live-action superhero TV shows. Do I feel like I would enjoy an animated version of that TV show better? Yeah, probably. Because one of the things that really makes Daredevil cool is that, you know, he's... Again, he's he's a human being without, like, any superhuman... Uh, not superhuman, but without any, like, real powers. Like, I mean, he, he has these enhanced senses and things like that. Um, but he doesn't like, he's not bulletproof. He, he doesn't have super speed. He doesn't have super strength or, or anything like that. The, the only real thing that they say about him is that he's one of the most agile, uh, heroes in like the Marvel universe. And he's one of the most like flexible and things like that. So while we did get to see Daredevil in the TV series kind of like run up some walls and do some flips and things like that, I don't think it's anything compared to what they could animate. You know, like it's true. seeing Daredevil in animation would be a whole different spectacle than seeing him in live action. And live action is cool, but I definitely think animation for right now still kind of has the edge, especially if they do good stories with it. You know what I mean? Right. So has there been like I know I've seen him in other cartoons, but have there been just a straight Daredevil cartoon? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, they should get on that, shouldn't yeah. they? Yeah, I definitely think they should. What is there a particular s- series or character that you feel like would do really good with like a, a animated TV series? Um, I feel like all the big characters I want to see have had them. I haven't seen. I don't think there's like a standalone Flash cartoon either. I don't think so, no. And like with, like with what I know now about the Flash, I feel like the Flash is such a cool and awesome character that I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, more of that in a cartoon. Seeing more like Speed Force, you know, kind of things going on with it. Yeah. No, that would be cool as shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think. Um, I think that's all we got. That's yeah. All I got. Yeah. Anything else? No. So right. uh they can reach us at Close Calls Pod. Look at you getting right. Let me yeah. let me say the stuff first. Nah, nah. I'm Jeez. just gonna jump into it. They can do it on uh Gmail, they can hit us on Twitter, they can uh-huh. you know, go on Facebook, comment, write a post on our page. There you go. Um Yeah. I feel That's like I was close missing one. Close calls pod. At Gmail and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. That's what I'm gonna say. I don't think I said Instagram. Yeah, like I'm missing one. Yeah, so we're on we we're on Instagram too. Let us know what you think. What 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 superhero cartoon did you grow up watching, or what was your favorite growing up, or just your favorite now? Like, what's one you go back and, and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch? Let us know what you guys got. But until next week, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.